Money is such a taboo topic. It has been for decades and centuries, and for as long as we can remember. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, mindset, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman, so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about money. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coraline Dufresne. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable and also I'm very excited to share with you this episode. It's all about losing money and how it allowed me to expand in all of the ways. And I felt it was really important to share this with you for multiple reasons. Firstly, we are so attached with a finite way in our life. We're so attached that when we get to the thing, it's going to be permanent and it's always going to be there. So whether it be a relationship, a marriage, our weight loss journey, our fitness journey, our wealth journey. We just have this expectation that once we get to the place, whether it be the six pack, whether it be the marriage, for example, that it's going to be there forever and that everything is permanent and it couldn't be further from the truth. And for me personally, I know that losing money was the thing that I had to go through to really obliterate my mind, my soul, my ego, my everything. It just shattered me. It really did. And I feel like the first time around, it didn't shatter me enough. And that's why I had to do it a second time, which is funny. It's very, very funny looking back. Uh, And I can definitely see that the first time I lost all my money, I was very much still in my masculine and I didn't allow the obliteration to fully take place. What do I mean by that? Well, For some of us, it will be a marriage. And yes, I had a marriage breakdown, but it wasn't the thing that really obliterated me. For me, one of my highest values is money. And so that was the thing that I needed to go through. Now, for some of you, you'll never lose money, but it might be a health crisis. It might be something to do with your job. It might be an identity crisis. I'm not sure what that is. You will know. The minute I said it, you would know and it would have dropped into your body and into your mind. And so why I wanted to share today is because had I not allowed the obliteration to occur, I wouldn't have allowed the expansion to be and I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I am very grateful that I finally let go. I didn't try and control and the obliteration occurred in the most beautiful way. So losing money for me has been the biggest blessing in my life. Was it hard? Yes. Was it challenging? Yes. Did it completely shatter every belief that I had about myself, about life, about the constructs that I believed in? A hundred percent. And so when we allow these things to teach us, remember I speak about in the other episodes that our evolution is key, that we do not stop a child or a baby from growing. So why do we expect adults to be exactly the same all of the time? It's just 
crazy to me now. And I laugh now because in my mid-20s, I was like, I've made it. I've done all the things. What's the point of living to you 60 or 70? Like I've done all the things. I don't need to do anything else. I hadn't become a mother and I'm still not a mother. But at that point in time, that's how I felt. It was really funny to me that I had to go through that a second time because as I said, I didn't allow myself to truly obliterate. I didn't allow myself to break down for the breakthrough to come for me. And now I trust my intuition more than I've ever trusted it before. I don't really have an opinion about other people's stuff. Obviously I'm human. So I still go in and out of judgment and in and out of fear and scarcity and all that kind of stuff. But I really catch it so quickly now. And I self-coach myself in the moment that I don't have to carry the story about the thing that happened to me. And so when I'm around people who do carry that, I really feel the leak, the energy leak for me around people wanting to carry a story. You know, sometimes I meet people and they're still talking about something that happened to them 10 years ago. And I think, wow, they're still holding on to that. They're still doing the things I would hate to feel the way they are feeling right now. And, you know, when we're in the moment, we feel like it's serving us. And that thing that happened to us, it was so devastating and traumatic and whatever it is. And that's why I think also, you know, for my experience, having been through that loss, also through court cases and things like that, I really now understand when people say that these are energy leaks. So for a lot of us, we don't realize that when a court case or court action, or even maybe not court, but legal battles that occur between two parties begin, it most of the time takes a long time to resolve. Firstly, because emotions are high, egos are in the way, and well, sometimes the solicitors fuel the hatred or fuel the the story. Whereas I truly believe that when we are not fueling the story and when we can heal, it allows us to expand. I know I'm raving on about this, but have you guys listened to Erica Kramer's podcast? Now, Erica Kramer, the queen of confidence, has a podcast. It's got so many downloads. It's actually crazy, but she's got an episode with a lady. I don't remember her name, so I will pop it in the show notes. And this lady was raped and she was the first lady. I'm going to bastardize this, so I'm sorry, but she was the first lady to have Oh gosh, this is going to drive me nuts because I can't remember the the exact terminology. It was in the USA, but she was the first person to go through a process of healing with the offender rather than sending him to jail. And I had goosebumps the whole time I listened to that episode. I feel like her name was Marley, but that could be wrong. I love that episode because it's so true. We want to reprimand people. We want to make ourselves feel right, feel justified just feel better by the other person being wronged. And this woman, she's a young woman, has started this whole movement of healing that the offender and the person who was offended too, I know there's proper words and Coraline's forgotten them, so my apologies, actually heal together. And so obviously it's a process of eight to 10 hours, but through that, the offenders is actually now, instead of being chucked in jail, is now healed and is now a positive influence on the world rather than than feeling the hatred, dealing like like sitting with that and being perpetrated as this bad person. We all make mistakes in life. We all do stupid things. And to 
say that you don't and someone else is worse off than you because they're a bad person because you would never do the thing. At the end of the day, we all carry all of the traits. And when we can see that and when we can heal together, oh my God, please go over to that episode, check the show notes. It was so fucking powerful. And so for me, it really cemented that when I allowed myself to obliterate, when I allowed myself to sink into and not control and not judge what was happening and allow everyone else who was involved in the situation, the same healing journey doesn't mean I have to be involved. Doesn't mean that I even have to be a part of that. And some people choose to hold on to their stuff, which means that it never actually ends for the person who's healed. But when you are healed, it doesn't matter because you realize that you do not have to be involved in the thing that that person is going through, that that's their journey, that it, I'm not wronging it or writing it. <laughs> I'm making new words up. So losing money for me allowed me to expand in all of the ways. I am more me than I have ever been. I am less scared of judgment. I am less fearful. I am less masculine. I was in my masculine for so many years. I didn't allow the feminine because I felt that it was weak, that showing my feminine side was a weakness. And so I was in my masculine all of the time. So Where are you not allowing yourself to obliterate, to kind of combust in a way that means that you have to now become a million pieces so that you can glue yourself back together again, so that you can be you and not a construct of the world or not abide by rules that were never yours, that you've just borrowed because you felt like you had to, or you still feel like you have to. Where are you doing that in your life? As I said, for me, it was with money. Money was my journey. Money is my train, is the one that takes me on the journey. I'm like on this train ride and I'm just going through the motions. It might be something else in the future. Maybe when I become a mother, that will be the next thing for me. I'm not sure. I kicked and screamed the first time I lost money. I was like, this is impossible. My ego led the way. The second time around, I just sank into it and I was like, this is a fucking crazy roller coaster ride, but let's go. And you guys know, for those who've been listening for a while, I hate roller coasters. I genuinely hate roller coasters because I've had so many um, in my life, right? And so this last one, I was just like, let's go. Let's go on the ride. And I'm not even going to control. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to be a passenger. I am the passenger. Take me on the journey. And it's not finished. It's not over. It never is. The evolution is never over. The expansion is never over. I can feel now when I'm going to a new level, a new, you know, it's like when you play Mario brothers, for those of you who remember that. And the expansion in my mind is never ending. There's always a layered appeal. There's always a little nook and cranny that I didn't even know existed that I've got to go in and clean up. You know, it's like when you clean the house, you clean the house once And then a week later, that cobweb is still there and you got rid of it last week, but it's still there. It's exactly the same with your soul evolution. And so we have this belief that once we do the work, then we don't have to go back and do it. But you know, when you exercise and you have the six pack, you don't just get the six pack once and then you never have to work on it again. You got to fucking maintain that six pack. You got to still got to go to the gym. It's like cleaning the house. That cobweb is stubborn and it keeps coming up in that one corner. Same thing with your soul evolution. Same thing with evolving yourself. It will never end. It is always 
there. It is always something that you have to do that you have to meet yourself with. And there are some times where you're like, I just want to fucking be stagnant for a bit. Well, fucking be stagnant for a bit. Leave the cobwebs for a few months. You can go in and clean them up when you're ready. You don't always have to be evolving. You don't always have to be expanding. Just do you. Don't do me. Don't do someone else. Don't do whatever Adele's doing. You know, everyone's talking about Adele in the media now because she's lost all this weight and everyone's got an opinion. Leave her alone. I think I've said it before. You know, it's like we all have an opinion about everyone else but ourselves. Just stick to your own backyard. I know for me, I have, you know, times where I look at what other people are doing and I I pass judgment and I have this like internal reaction of like, whoa, that's not cool or that's not right or they should do it this way. And I know that when I'm in that place, it's an invitation for me to see where I'm doing those things to myself. Where, the, where are the things that I'm actually judging myself for that I'm seeing in that person that is actually being reflected right back at me, right back at me. So where is that for you? Where is the thing for you that you need to look in the mirror? And, you know, that's why Louise Hay introduced us. And I'm sure maybe this isn't new and, and it wasn't introduced by Louise Hay. But for me, Louise Hay introduced to me mirror work. And that's why mirror work is so important because it allows us to see ourselves. So many of us cannot, cannot stand in the mirror and look at ourselves. We'll look at our body, we'll look at our ass and how fat it is, we think it is. We'll look at our cellulite, we'll look at the things, but we never actually stare in the mirror, in our eyes and chat to ourselves. Do you do that? I challenge you, if you don't, to do it. Try it and see how uncomfortable it feels at first. And then just keep trying every day. Look in the mirror. You don't even have to say anything. And then when you feel more comfortable, you can say, hey, how are you going? And truly see yourself. Truly see yourself. It's definitely uncomfortable at first, but it's like everything. Once you give it a go, then it will just become easier and easier. Some prompts for you to ask yourself to sit down with or to write. Where can you expand more in your life? What are you stopping from being obliterated? What are you still keeping together, holding on really tight, even though you know that it's got a breakdown, but you're so scared of what's going to happen that you're just holding on to it really tight. You've even put a bit of super glue on it because you're like, oh, I just can't hold tight enough. So I'm just going to hold on tight and I'm going to add some super glue. What if you just let that go? What would happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? Go there, be there, and then maybe try it. I guarantee you that we always feel that it is worse than it actually is. And what I've come to know is that we need these things, these bad things, these worst case scenarios that we imagine and concur in our mind to happen for us to really just let go and to uncover some things that we didn't even know were existing. Like you will find out things about yourself that you didn't even know and you will be pretty much chuffed. You might not like it at first because, you know, it's new and change and we all know humans don't like change, even though some of us thrive on it. Initially, we always struggle with it. So ask yourself those questions and keep me posted. I want to know, are you ready to let go? Are you ready to just be guided 
and not be the person who holds on to everything for fear of. Breaking things is actually really therapeutic. Letting things fall in a heap and having to put them back together in a different way that doesn't have to be the same way is so refreshing. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. It really, truly means the world to me. Until next time. I bet you'd like your hands on a free money mindset training. Well, it's your lucky day. Soulful Money Mindset is yours for free. Jump in the show notes, copy the link and grab your free money mindset training now. It's yours. There is no catch. Just pop your email in and you will get the audio sent to you ASAP. Have fun. Enjoy. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along on the ride that is this podcast. The show notes have all of the information you need. And remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Coraline Defro to follow along on all my shenanigans. And lastly, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, share with your friends so that we can all become wealthier together. If you are not already subscribed to my mailing list, I suggest you get your tushy over to my website, CoralineDefro.com, so I can shower you with gifts like I do with all of my people. I just love, love giving. So until next time, let's change the world one spare coin at a time.